0: Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Chris Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. I will be speaking today on a topic I have entitled Ideals. There has been a thought brooding in my heart for a good while now. It is a thought of the concept of ideals in contrast with reality. But the first thing to understand will be what an ideal is. An ideal is simply a goal set in the mind on the basis of an idea. It is the image of perfection in accordance with an intrinsic standard. It's an ultimate goal that one aspires to, whether in character, personal outlook, status, or legacy. It represents how a person desires to end up. Now it can be inspired from within and it can also be inspired by external influences. An ideal is not reality. It's important to understand this. But it can become reality if one works towards it. The power an idea has over your mind from which you can form an ideal is equal to the power of the thought that introduced it. And also, the respect and regard you have for that person who introduced that idea helps push it to you for acceptance. The more you respect a person, the greater the influence their idea has over you. I once asked a friend of mine how he knew the things written in the Bible are true. His answer was that the Bible is the Word of God. I said yes, but how do you know that? He tried yet again to validate the Bible using the Bible, which is not proper. You see, you cannot validate a thing with itself. God himself has prophets who testify of him. Jesus had John the Baptist who announced him as the redeemer of the world. In a court of law, what you say about yourself doesn't carry much weight until a witness comes to corroborate your statement. Even the Bible itself said in the latter part of 2 Corinthians 13.1, In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a matter be established. The point I was trying to make to my friend was that he believed the Bible is true only because of the respect and regard he has for whoever told him so. After all, he was not there when the things written in the Bible happened as far as i could tell he himself had obviously not made any personal efforts to investigate further the authenticity of the things written in the bible that person who convinced him must have had great influence on him and on the basis of that alone he believed this i believe is the greatest problem with religion It presents ideals to humanity but doesn't encourage the investigation of the ideas from which those ideals were crafted. As people, we have always had to deal with ideals in one area or another. Apart from religious ideals, there are nationalistic ideals, corporate ideals, societal ideals, personal ideals. Every one of these ideals came into being on a day from an idea pushed by someone, and it persisted in the mind of those who were influenced by it. Now, this brings me to the issue of mental powers and its disparity within the human race. There are four things that a mind can do. Minds can create thoughts, receive thoughts, maintain thoughts, and destroy thoughts. Thoughts are things that exist in the thought dimension as real things. A thought is nothing physically, but controls what people do in the physical. It's like the relationship between electricity and the appliances they run. The mind is the factory where these things called thoughts are processed. Just like every factory doesn't produce the same thing, every mind is different in its nature and power, producing a specific kind of thought. There are powerful minds, average minds, and weak minds. The strength of the will of a person determines the force with which what comes out from that person emanates. So, persons with strong wills have strong minds which consequently produce strong thoughts. This is not necessarily talking about intellect or intelligence, but the more powerful a mind is, the more impact the thought produced by that mind makes. It's like those who press hard on the pen when they write. Their handwriting is bolder and clearer to read, harder to erase than those who are light imprinters with the pen. Have you ever noticed that the things certain people say tend to last longer in your mind than what others say? They make a stronger impression on you. Now let's bear in mind that the soul only deals with thoughts and not words. Words are physical things which operate by air. There are no words in higher dimensions because there is no air there. Words are just a medium of transfer of thoughts through the air to another person. On receiving it, the receiver has to decode it back into thoughts for the soul to assimilate it. But certain elements of the original thought material persist within it when it's transferred by a powerful mind. That's why communication goes beyond just words. A thought is as strong as the mind that created it. Powerful minds create very distinct thoughts. Those thoughts tend to influence more people and they last longer. Average minds create thoughts but very few. Those thoughts don't make much impact and they don't last. Weak minds can hardly create any original thought, but depend on thoughts created by other minds. Weak minds are mostly thought receivers and maintainers. Unfortunately, a great majority of human beings have weak minds. So they depend on thoughts created by others to operate. That's why few will always influence many with their ideas in this world. Remember, I'm not speaking about formal education when I speak of weak and strong minds. Though a good education can marginally affect the power of a mind, but there are those who are not formally educated but possess very powerful minds due to their strong will. Let us now deal with the issue of ideas in our lives. Ideas are very powerful things. There's a saying that you cannot stop an idea whose time has come. Ideas are wonderful things from which ideals are formed. The lives of people are generally driven by ideals. The mind's ability to hold a picture in view while the will tries to bring that picture to life through goal setting and aligned actions is an amazing thing. There is no better driver or motivator. However, it's important that one takes a good look at the idea from which your ideals have been formed. First of all, investigate the idea. To see if it has a realistic pathway towards realization. Some ideas presented by very powerful minds may be strong and highly influential, but it doesn't mean they are true. As I said before, the power of the mind from which a thought emanates makes it strong, but it doesn't necessarily make it true. For example, the idea of the ten virgins waiting in the afterlife, used by Islamic fundamentalists to radicalize men to their cause. I have done some investigation on the Quran and have not found such thing. Yet, men have blown themselves into pieces as suicide bombers because of it. The respect and the regard they have for whoever told them that, and the persuasiveness of the powerful thoughts delivered to their consciousness make them believe it's true there are many of such ideas even in christianity that has ruined lives so it's so important that an idea be properly investigated before an ideal can be made out of it regardless of where that idea was propounded my late pastor, Bishop Haford Ilubutai used to say, A man can be sincerely wrong. You should not judge the truth of a man's words on the basis of his character. The man might think he is saying the truth, but it may not necessarily be so. He could be a victim of falsehood who is now propagating that falsehood. There is something i have discovered in my many years of study that i have called generational errors these are falsehood that has been passed from generation to generation to the point that its correction has now become a near impossible task this is a daunting task that the lord has actually given to me the correction of generational errors I spent many years resisting this very assignment out of fear because I knew it would bring troubles. However, I submitted a few years ago to that call without looking back, damning the consequences, though I'm still kind of warming up. In closing, I will advise that before you decide to tailor your life after an idea or a picture that has been painted for you, either by someone you respect, or in any book you have read, please take time to think about it. Find some other weaknesses to that idea. Then, use your own sense of logic. No matter how interesting, wonderful, and desirable it may be, does it make any sense? Now I will end with a story I read in a newspaper many years ago to portray my point. A certain terrorist who was caught after an attack was foiled in the US. When he was searched, apart from the explosive contraption he had on him, they found a thick metal plate hanging in his front on his waist area. Not understanding the purpose of that thing, they asked him what it was meant for. He said it was to protect his manhood from blowing up. They asked why that was so important. He replied that he will need his manhood to use with his 10 virgins in the afterlife. Now, Even if sexual intercourse were possible in the afterlife, this guy was ready to have his entire body blown up but not his manhood. He failed to reason that if his whole body blows up, his manhood will then be irrelevant because it cannot operate in isolation. That's how powerful an idea can be. It can totally blind you if you're not careful. Years ago, when I was a younger Christian, they used to tell us to simply believe what we were told even if we didn't understand it. This is totally wrong. Do not believe what you don't understand. Please think well before you decide to make an ideal out of an idea. Regardless of where it is written or who said it, Put your reasoning above your emotions. The fact that a message sounded powerful and great and motivated you does not mean it is correct. May God give us understanding in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you. We're blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support, and contributions, kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 234-80-3577-3659. We would love to hear from you. God bless you.